You are listening to The Riding, NFL DFS podcast with Pat James. Welcome, everybody, to take two of the Waste Management Phoenix Open rundown. Um, did this episode yesterday which was Monday and it somehow did not take didn't it recorded but I the file was corrupt you know good old technology a few things before we get started uh, I have joined Substack if you don't know what Substack is it's kind of like a newsletter type deal um, but it also provides a landing page for information so basically what it is is um, a website and uh, I guess it's kind of like a blog that also emails you when I post emails you the things that I post and what I'm going to use that website for is to post my final thoughts on PGA DFS and betting and maybe in the future NFL DFS and betting I'm not 100% sure on that yet um, so head on over to patjames.substack.com and you know, enter your email address. You will get a notification, uh, an email notification when I post my final card for the week. Usually on Wednesdays, I'll probably do that because here's what happens: when I do these rundowns, things change. Um, sometimes I'll come across a stat that makes me like a golfer a little bit more, a little bit less. Um, so you know, oftentimes it's not a hundred percent accurate what I say on the podcast. Uh, in terms of what I pulled the, actually pulled the trigger on. So that will be uh, a bit more um, succinct, a bit more accurate. And you'll get to see it in written form, which is always a little bit easier. You know, like you listen to this podcast for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and you know you listen to it. And, and if you're not actually writing down some of the things that I'm saying, you know, it's hard after the fact to remember everything or every player that I touched on. So real quick, we're going to go through the rundown. Um, my top 10 in terms of the model. So first of all, you know, Phoenix is my favorite, uh, one of at least, my favorite events. It's always raucous. It's always rowdy. Um, it's, it's unlike any other PGA Tour event in terms of the fan interaction. I don't think we'll get that this year just because there are less, but there are fans on the ground, which is awesome. Uh, pretty iconic down the stretch. A uh, few holes at Phoenix, right? So you have the island par five where you can either choose to, you know, go for it in two um, or lay up and then, you know, hit a, hit a wedge over the water. But really cool hole. A lot of guys, if they if their drive is good enough, go for it in two. And it's a, you know, it's kind of, sometimes it's a make or break hole. Um, and then you have 16, which is the stadium par three with all of the, you know, bleachers and the multi-deck, um, you know, stadium style seating around the number 16 par three green where they, they always cheer and um, get really rowdy. Awesome. 17 is the drivable par four which is pretty cool. You kind of have to take out the big stick and, and get it down near the green uh, and hopefully make eagle or birdie just to not lose a stroke. So pretty iconic stretch there to end each tournament. Um, 
so some of the things that I put into the model this week, obviously strokes gained off the tee, strokes gained approach, those things are always going to be in it, both long-term, short-term. Um, obviously, current form, course history, they are um, very, very slight. I just like to see those on the screen. A little bit of Bermuda putting, not much at all. The bulk of the model is going to weight um, strokes gained off the tee, strokes gained approach, both long and recent, um, par four scoring from the desired ranges, par three scoring from the desired ranges, and par five scoring from the desired ranges. Um, there's some other things in there too. I put in a little bit of recent ball striking, some opportunities gained, right? Some eagles gained. We want, I looked at all these things um, individually as well. So the model spit out a top 10 of JT, Xander, Rom, M, Wolf, Griot, Simpson, Corey Connors, Ryan Palmer, Charlie Hoffman. So if we look at the guys that I'm going to target in that top range, I think JT is, since the model spit him out as number one, and I think he's going to be low-owned. You know, he's kind of, um, uh, his actions as of as of late have kind of soured him to the public. He's off the radar because he was over in Europe for a little bit. Uh, so I think JT is going to come in low-owned, and I think he's a great play. Rates out no worse than 24th in any category that went into the model. Same thing with Xander. Xander's just playing unbelievable. Had a little bit of a breakthrough last week. He's number one in par five scoring. He, you know, he makes eagles. He gains strokes off the tee. He recent form is is pretty solid, and he's played here really well um, at Scottsdale. So Xander for sure. And then I think my third favorite from this range is Webb. He rates out really well from the par four ranges. Um, rates out really well from the par three ranges. Has good history here, and you know Bermuda greens lock it in for Webb Simpson. Um, Sung JM is going to be my favorite low-owned target in the 9K range. Uh, he, he has pretty good form. You know, he's had a few blow-up holes over the course of the last few tournaments, but he's playing well overall. Recent form's really good. He's played pretty well here at Scottsdale in his last two starts, his only two starts. And uh, he rates out well from the par-4 distances. And I just think that M is going to go way under owned for how well or how good his chances are of actually finishing high in this tournament. I also love Ryan Palmer. Excellent current form. Par 5, par five scoring master. His ball striking has been great as of late. Has decent history here at Scottsdale. And you need I don't know if I mentioned this but par 5 scoring is the biggest determining factor of the winners at this event. Um, if you look at the things that have um, kind of been common to the winners of this event, par five scoring is always, there's strokes gained on par fives are always at the top. So I love the fact that Palmer is a great par five score. Uh, Matthew Wolf, WD last week, uh, could be an issue Pay, pay closer attention as the week gets closer, but he's another one that scores well on par fives. He's an eagle maker when he can reach the green. Um, he's been playing well recently, despite the fact that he has withdrawn. Like, like he hasn't. I'm not gonna say he's been playing well. I'll take that back. But he's been playing well enough that I won't shy away from him if he is healthy. Um, I like Russell Henley a lot. 
I like down in this 8K range. Um, I think I'm actually going to put a bet in on Henley. He is first in approach um, over the last few months. And, you know, he's played well enough after in the last month to uh, be worthy of better than 8,200 and better than 75 to 1, I found him. Um, Siwoo Kim is someone who has lost more strokes at TPC Scottsdale than any other player on the planet. So I think with that stat floating around, he's going to be uh, not very popular. However, he is a great par four scorer. He, his form is immaculate. Obviously, he just won an event. Um, ball striking has been there. He looks good. You know, he does. He looks good. He's a, he's a pretty good par five scorer as well. So I like Siwoo Kim, and I think this range, like this this chunk of players, Russell Henley, Siwoo Kim, Brian Harmon even, just because of his par 5 scoring, I wouldn't mind taking a dart throw. Corey Connors, lights out in opportunities gained as of late and long term. Uh, you know, he's a he, he just needs the putter to be dialed in, and he can get it going. Max Homa's playing well. So I wouldn't mind Max Homa. So those four or five right there in the 79 to 81, 82 range definitely pique my interest. Now we're going to get into the guys that I like to take for first round leader. Um, these are the guys that are in the, you know, seven, six and seven K range. Hopefully you can find them at 80 or longer for first round leader. Uh, Sam Burns, great great par five score actually rates out well from the par four distances and you know recent form is is solid he played really well last week kind of blew up on Sunday but still like him he's a very good Bermuda putter Uh, from there I think he could play Taylor Gooch uh, on DraftKings he's kind of rounding into form he's had like a bad round every tournament that have kept that's kept him from really finishing super high but he has looked good um, I love Henrik Norlander this week. Ooh-wee. And I think he's going to be popular, unfortunately. I bet a ton of Norlander in head-to-heads over the last few days. Because um, he didn't play too hot on Thursday, but it was his putter that was you know, keeping him back. So I loaded up on Norlander on the weekend, and he came through. And that's the other thing. I will be posting... Um, each night that I can, that I have time, some stats from guys that are playing poorly or not putting well that I think are going to turn it around, and then on vice versa, guys that have a pretty that are pretty high on the leaderboard or have a pretty solid score, but it's been kind of luck because their putters rolling hot, they're making forty footers, um, they're getting kind of lucky. And we could all we could we could read that from their strokes gain data, their live strokes gain data. And what I'll do is I'll post um, on Substack every so often if I see guys to target in head to heads or guys to target in um, the weekend showdown contest. I will also be posting that as well. Another reason to subscribe to the free patjames.substack.com. So Norlander, I like Chris Kirk a lot. You know, Chris Kirk is in excellent form. Um, his current ball striking, his current opportunities gained is almost tops in the field. Um, I, I like Chris Kirk here. Played for his PGA Tour life over the last month. And I think now that the pressure's off, he can play a little looser and, and maybe get it done. Brendan Steele rates out really well from the proximity distances. And he's playing well. Right, His ball striking right now is top 10 
over the last month. He rates out third in the par three distances, rates out fourth in the proximity to the green distances where most of your iron shots come from. And he's played really well here at uh, TPC Scottsdale in the past. So Brennan Steele, first round leader, um, DraftKings, maybe a top 20 or a top 10. Emiliano Grillo, just can't putt. I mean, he is lights out with the long irons, lights out. If you look across the board of his stats, he almost looks like JT, uh, except when you get to putting, he just can't sink putts. There are weeks where he gets it rolling, though, so that's why I like targeting him on DraftKings because you know he's going to have the opportunities. Um, Luke List is just gaining strokes off the tee. Um, he's first in ball striking over the last month, seventh in opportunities gained over the last month. So his form is there. Um, he's a really good par five score. Luke List will be in my DraftKings player pool. And not, I mean, there's going to be guys in my DraftKings player pool that I don't mention here. I literally can't mention them all, but I'm just going through and mentioning the guys that stick out to me, man, Charlie Hoffman. Okay. So he's withdrawn over the last two tournaments. He is the first round lead master. Um, I think I've hit Charlie Hoffman first round leader as much as I have Scott Stallings. Those two guys have been like my first round leader bankroll over the last five or six years. So Hoffman has played pretty well, despite the fact that he's had a withdrawal from injuries. Um, He's been better than someone that you would think has a serious injury, I'll say. Uh, He rates out really well from the par three distances. And I think that I will be taking him as a first-round leader. Tough to roster him on DK. Um, Risky to roster him on DK just because you're counting on him for four rounds. Uh, In a DK lineup, I think I'm going to put my money on Hoffman as a first-round leader, though, because he only needs to have one healthy round um, for that to hit. Let's see who else pops out. Keegan. I mean, Keegan's form is awful, but anytime you see uh, par five scoring as something that is necessary. Keegan always uh, pops. So Keegan maybe a little bit here and there. Um, Lucas Glover has been solid on approach. Uh, You know, his recent ball striking has been really good. He just needs the putter to get going. Same thing with Kyle Stanley. He's an immaculate ball striker, has played well here in the past, has won here in the past, just needs to get the putter rolling. Uh, let's see. And that's about it. I mean, maybe Killer Keith Mitchell, maybe Scott Stallings. Um, maybe you take a shot at Will Gordon carrying the mojo from last week. But, but that's about, that's about it. So those guys that I just mentioned from, from Burns on down, those are the guys that I'll take for my top tens and twenties, um, I forgot to mention Will Zalatoris as well. I definitely like Will Zalatoris. He's hot. Crushed top 10, 20, 40, and make the cut bets for Will Zalatoris last week. Hopefully you tailed those. Um, Luke List also cashed first. But um, smashed some some Zalatoris heads, heads over the weekend too. Really like Zalatoris this week. I, I don't think I mentioned him in the 9Ks, but I do like him as well. But the guys that I, that are, you know, top 10, 20 darts, as well as first round leader, Sam Burns, um, Gooch, Brendan Steele, Emiliano Grillo, Chris Kirk, uh, who else did we mention? Luke List. 
those type of players under. So when you see the cheat sheet that I put out on Substack, it'll be the guys that are kind of labeled as punts on DraftKings. But I'll I'll make a separate betting card um, for guys that I think are viable first-round leaders, top 10s, 20s, and outrights and that kind of thing. All right. I will have some NFL uh, showdown and prop betting content later in the week. As you know, things can change on a dime. My wife is nine months pregnant, and you know she feels like it's going to happen any day now. So at the drop of a hat, there may not be Super Bowl content, but um, I will try my best. Obviously, if I am in the delivery room, that won't be the case. Kind of rooting for a Super Bowl baby. Um, I have a very unique story to tell you about his name as well. Um, It's not a unique name, but there was a unique situation, a unique circumstance, a coincidental uh, happening that uh, on the weekend that we found out we were having a boy and my wife kind of hinted at a name. Uh, Funny story about it. So I I will let you guys know that story once he comes into this world. Other than that, good luck in your PGA DFS and betting endeavors this weekend. Stay tuned for some Super Bowl showdown and prop bets later in the week. And also subscribe to patjames.substack.com.